Hello, hello, and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, scholars, and uh, people that didn't go to college. You guys doing okay? We having a good week so far. We're almost done. I feel included. I, I like that statement. Oh yeah, I, had a, I threw you in there at the end. Uh, this Thanks, is the man. PhD podcast. My name is Kellen King. I'm Tommy DeSalt. I uh, I did go to college for a little while. Yeah. And it still counts. You still get credit. If you want to go back, they're going to count. I'm like the, the category where you're selecting things and it says some college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Yeah. What do you do in that situation? I put some college. Does it ask yeah. you how many credits? Actually, I have. I One time I did put um, just Oklahoma State. Ooh, did it get your foot in the door? Um, then they asked your degree. Oh. I, I was an ag major, but it wasn't relevant to the job. So I was like, they're not going to care anyways. Yeah. They just want to see... You know, maybe a little bit. They want to see the uh, the paper, which I have never gotten my actual diploma. Is that shitty? I, I don't. Uh, I don't even think it matters anymore. Really. Yeah, it doesn't now. But I would kind of. Does like it matter? To, uh, it does to a degree. <laughs> it you get it? Yeah. You guys get that? Yeah. Uh, did you have a good week at all? Good weekend? Like last weekend? No. Yeah. 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 No, it was um, relaxing, unrelaxing. <sighs> It's been stressful. It's yeah. been it's been good though. Um yeah, our our pup venture. He yeah. he's been through the ringer lately. Mm. He um he got into some lilies, ooh, which are toxic to animals. Are they really? Um worse for cats. Worse for cats than dogs. I did not know that. Yeah. Um so yeah, we ended up to having to take him to the vet and then um he ended up being fine, and then two days later, uh, he was laying on the kitchen floor crying and <laughs> couldn't walk. So he hurt his uh, his leg, mm. so we had to go back to the vet. Um, so that it- was the, the week before, and then now he's been on medicine for days now. And so it's it's been, like, you know. Hey, B. Like father, like son, am I right? Just yeah. always going to the hot doctor. Dude, uh, we, we, we live large and uh, we pay the price. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we're both hobbling around some some days. It's so, yeah. I'm. You know, that's what they say that your animal or whatever like takes traits after you, your personality <laughs> traits. I didn't realize it was going to happen this early on. Because what, he's like six months years old? He's nine months. Nine months, okay. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Like he's already he's already taken after his old dad. He farts like him too. Ooh, I bet. Yeah, but uh, so uh, but other than that, I mean, things are good. I've been good. on a lot of adventures, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Yeah. Um. But how was your week, Kellen? Dude, it was good. Um. So last weekend, uh, you know, I told you that uh, Alex, which is his Lulu's son, uh, you know, he plays for the Lightning. Oh, by the way, real quick, I yeah. found out my nephew's team, they just had their last game yeah. uh, this last weekend. They're the Thunder. Hell yeah, so, baby. Thunder Lightning. Lightning yeah. and the Thunder. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Hell yeah. Uh, that's great. So, Maybe yeah. We, we could do a little collab. <laughs> um, they're the Lightning. They <laughs> That's badass, dude. They, uh, they, they won this week, but something very exciting happened. What do you think happened? You, I can kind of tell what... I got an idea. Yeah. Um, did he get in a fight? No. Oh, did dude. he score a goal? He scored a hey! goal, dude. He scored that's, a goal. He's not a goon. They put the goons on defense. Okay. I'll tell you, 
talk about that in a second. But hell yeah, last, dude, I love that. Yeah, last week I told him I was like, dude, uh, you gotta like when the goalie when they like whoever tries to score <laughs> kicks it to the goalie, goalie's nine times out of ten is gonna drop it. Okay, and so he's been like, and he's been getting better at positioning himself to like you know be in front of the the goal or like when his teammate is kicking it towards the goal he's like yeah. there you know it's clean yeah. up and um it kind of happened like the goalie you know blocked it or whatever and it dropped out of his hand and he just boom kicked it in and i was like hell yeah like i was so ecstatic first of all it made me feel the same way i used to feel when i scored um yeah but guess what he scored another goal after oh that. wow dude yeah and that one he was more like pele like he took it from uh, midfield one just wasn't enough wasn't enough he took it midfield and he went on, kind of on the outside and then came back in you know towards the middle and scored with his left foot beautiful dude and, and yeah that was he faked the goalie out <laughs> oh shit you know the first one you know you got to get it out of the way um you gotta you know it's just all that anticipation it's like the first kiss in a sense it's yeah. like okay we got it out of the way now i've got you know but then he was like, "Let the butterflies out of the cage." Exactly. And then he was out for blood. He almost got a third goal. He should have gotten a third goal. Almost uh, a hat trick hero. I was about to throw my hat in the <laughs> ring, maybe. Um, but it was, it was. So we were gonna get him a. I I know boomers. I know that we don't like these trophies getting out, giving kids trophies every time. But I think it's gonna be. I'm gonna give him like a like a, an award or like a little trophy. That has yeah. The, the date on it to just show, hey, this is like when you scored your first goal. To cr- com- Commemorate, Commemorate yeah, yeah. yeah, this first goal. Yeah, what a word that was. Yeah. Nice. Um, I, so for a second, I just want to go back. Yeah. Because I remember playing rec soccer, and let's just use a corner kick as an example. Yeah. Okay, everybody kind of swarms to these different positions. I remember actually the same soccer fields I'm watching my nephew play on now. YMCA, so, or uh, not the... Benbrook. Yeah, I know exactly. But, what, but like the bigger fields. Yeah, and I used to play on those too. I remember this one game. I was just kind of out of it. It's like, I don't, mm-hmm. not really feeling it this weekend. And all the dads on the sideline, we had a corner kick, were yelling at me. Yeah. Tommy! Tommy! <laughs> and I'm like, I look over on the sidelines. And actually it was Mike Schultz. Um, he was like pointing for where I should be. He wanted you to take the and corner? No. Oh, the I corner kick coming in. Yeah. And exactly what you just described for Alex is what happened for me. Really? It deflected off the goalie and I just booted it right in. Is that your first goal? No, but it was um actually that season it was. That yeah. season it was. I don't remember but, my first goal. Do you remember yours? And that's No. And that's kind of what I was getting at. Like he's gonna He's gonna. He's old enough to remember. He's old enough to remember him. Uh, you know, like he's kind of played soccer. I mean, he's seven right now, so he's you know he's not at that stage in his life where like he's having. I mean, he's still having like his first memories. He's gonna remember, but I think he's. Uh, you know, we were younger when we played soccer. Yeah. Right. I don't remember my first goal, so I thought it would be like okay, maybe if he had a little trophy, he'd be like, oh, that's cool. So I gave him like the date on it and that all rocks. that kind of stuff. But dude, he didn't know what emote to hit. Like he was as soon as he scored, like <laughs> you he told was me like, he didn't hit the gritty. gritty he gritty. he hit the gritty. He hit the gritty. <laughs> Where do we hit the gritty? Uh, uh, for a little bit, and then he was like, "Oh sh!" He was like, "It was basically like we were playing Fortnite, and he was just going through all his emotes. He was hitting every single one he could think of, and he jumped up, uh, and this kid like grabbed him in the air. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah, one of yeah. those. Like they chest bumped, and then like he picked him up a little bit, and then he was like hitting these other 
like moves. I was like, okay, dude, pick a lane, pick one. Like, were were you a big chest bumper? I didn't. Uh, I was when you were a kid. No, I wasn't. I mean, like, I always heard, you know, like when you score, like be humble about it and all that. <laughs> so like, I never did any of that shit. And then uh, I just when I moved to Oklahoma, uh, I decided, no, who gives a shit? So then after that, I was kind of like a little bit of a showboat. But yeah. Yeah, I, I think I've mentioned it to you before. Dude, I always had a terrible uh, gauge on how hard the other person was going to chest bump me. Oh, yeah. Um, I was Yeah, so I was either like... You got to turn sideways. It's one of these. Yeah, you got to almost jump up and backs. turn, yeah. half quarter turn, and you guys, yeah, you there guys hit sides. There it is, yeah. That's the way to do it. Um, I mean, that's a football one. I don't know. And yeah, soccer... We, we were warming up um, our biggest rival game of the season, my freshman year football, mm. and... Um, yeah, one of our linebackers was like, "Oh, those are the." He was like a little too hype. That's a typical linebacker, dude. And so we were running sprints, and on the way back, you would jump. And yeah, hit he guys and dude, I went. Yeah, I got my shit rocked. I mean, I hit the deck, and I was he was like, a middle that's, linebacker. That's embarrassing. I wasn't like no him. Was he a middle linebacker? Uh, yeah, yeah, those hundred percent, dude. The, they just bleed out of their mouth all the do. time. I feel like they hit people in the head just, with their helmets. Uh, yeah, yeah. it's just like okay, dude. And it's like okay, this is gonna be the this is the best time of their life. It's right like now. that guy from the replacements. Uh, yeah, the SWAT guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> those guys, and they're at every school. So <laughs> yeah. if you like are thinking about transferring because of that guy or whatever, he's gonna be at your next school too, so. dude. I just yeah, uh, it's crazy. It's funny when they grow up too. Um, yeah. Like what they turn into insurance salesman. I just saw one that's a realtor now. Oh yeah, and he's it. like lost so much weight. He's like proper clean cut. Yeah, he's like come drink mimosas with me at this open house at this brunch. And like all charming and nice. I'm like you were a fucking savage animal. Like, yeah. what happened? Yeah, yeah, that's great. Uh, we also so uh, this is like a show that's been trending for like the last week or so, and we, I've been hearing about it. Uh, it's called Beef, and um. I know you. We kind of talked a little bit about it. You hadn't heard about it or hadn't seen it. You've been like working your ass off, so I understand. But uh, me and Lulu watched this show, and I'll give you a little bit of the premise. I don't necessarily want to talk about the show, but I want to talk about something about it. Um, beef is where there was these two people. Uh, they don't know each other. They're just both having kind of a bad day, and they are in a parking lot, and like a situation happens where they both have a road rage moment, <laughs> and it just escalates from there, and they're like. The whole season of this show is just like them, like kind of getting back at each other, and it's like ruining okay. both. It's ruining both of their lives. Yeah, like they're, you know, in some ways, it's like helping them come out of their shell a little bit, you know. But at right. the same time, they're like really just like they're turning turning, their own poison. Yeah, bit. they're turning yeah. into the worst versions of themselves. Yeah, and so I was thinking about it. And it's called beef. So yeah, when you said beef, I was like, it's either about cattle yeah, exactly. or people feuding. Yeah, and they kind of go off that a little bit. Like every once in a while, they'll have like, you know, meat in it, you know. <laughs> but for the most part, it's about like beef as in in between two humans like Perfect. fighting each other. Um, but I wanted to ask you, uh, and I, I've got one too that I was thinking about. I was like, have I ever had beef with someone that just kept escalating and escalating and escalating until it got to to a point that I was like, okay, what are we doing here? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so, what do you got for me? Because, I mean, what? it goes back to the early days of my childhood, but uh, I feel like I'm not as much that way. Oh, um, I'm not as, um, like, I'm not going to egg someone on yeah. like I used to. Yeah. But when I was a kid, or even through high school, 
Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Um, and so having a brother helps too. Yeah. Because you would always get back at each other, right? So Yeah. I mean, definitely that. Um, but more so, like I'm thinking in today's world, like you mentioned the road rage. Yeah. I I, I hate admitting, but I have been involved in that at one point in my life. Yeah. Um <laughs> which got me into a some wild situations. Right, I've had a rage real, yeah, as well. Which, like, I no longer participate in that or will even entertain that idea based on, you get a gun pulled on you these days. Oh, dude, especially Uh, in where we live, Texas, like, yeah, everyone's Uh, I mean, I just, yeah, I've seen a lot of articles about it recently, but it wasn't a gun that got pulled on me, but in high school, um, there was this girl, I couldn't, I could not stand this girl at all. And it wasn't that it was, there was no, um... Well, maybe you forgot. Maybe you forgot the road rage moment that, like, set off this beef. Does that make sense? Like, sometimes, like, it goes back so far that you're like, why do we even hate each other again? Because that's happened to me uh, in in that, that age as well, where I'm like... Remember the yearbook moment I was yeah, telling you? And I was yeah. like, hey, dude, I don't even remember why we started fighting. And then he was still in it. And he wrote, you're a dick. Yeah. Really big in my yearbook. <laughs> I'll put, yeah. I'll put it this way. Um, I don't think this girl liked anyone. Oh, okay. So she was just like Out kind of it. a problem child. Okay. And they do exist. So I didn't ever, like, I, I don't think I started anything with this girl. Um, but I sure as hell like had fun. Yeah, uh, pissing her off a little more. And then it would be the stupidest things, though. Or it would be like, you know, it was one upping, but like trying to expose the other person for their fuck up, Absolutely. basically in class or like. So she was a title. Or the teacher would be turned around. Yeah, entirely. Yeah. And she'd be like, oh, exactly. Yeah. I can, like, that's how the beef started. It seems like, like, oh, Tommy threw that. Like, you know, I'd throw trash and sometimes it wouldn't make it in the yeah. Who trash threw that? can. And she was the first one to just like out me on yep. every single thing throughout yep. every day she could. And we had a lot of classes together. Um, and in biology class, my sophomore year, um, things had just uh, really took a turn that day. Mm-hmm. Um, she stabbed me with a pencil. Oh, that's <laughs> assault, brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so she got um, she got in a lot of trouble. She got suspended. I think that actually was the last straw that pushed her out of our high school. Yeah, that'll um, do it. I've gotten stabbed with a pencil, too, and uh, <laughs> this does not feel good. It doesn't. No. I got stabbed in the back. It was somebody who was sitting behind me in class. I accidentally knocked. It was somebody who had anger problems, but I accidentally knocked their uh, like book, what something off their desk, and I just like didn't help them pick it up. And I think it was because like I I don't remember what was happening, but it, like they stabbed me with a pencil right here, oh. and I thought I was gonna die. Yeah, I was like, this is where I die. But no, I'll tell you my beef. Um. Well, it, it was like a high school. I've got another yeah, one, but I want to sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only got one that I can think of. So we'll we'll do like a what is back saint? And forth. No beef. Okay, no, I do. I mean, <laughs> obviously, with me and my brothers, like we would always one up each other. And actually, now that I think about it, there was one. Uh, I'll tell this one first. How about that? And then I'll tell the other one. Cool. So my mom, uh, she was a teacher growing up, and she would take this trip. Uh, she would take two trips a year with her students. One was to Washington D.C. She was a history teacher. 
take one to Washington, D.C., and then she would take another one to uh, Virginia, right, to, like, uh, like show them colonial America and then show them, like, D.C. You know, there's a lot of history in That's DC, awesome, yeah. Right? And that changed after 9-11. She started, started taking them <laughs> to Disney World, go to Epcot, which that fucking was awesome, but I didn't get to go. Uh, I, I was pre-9-11 era, whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> so anyway, um, we... She's gone, right? So that means my dad's holding the fort down, okay? My dad, I have two brothers, so three, you know, three boys. And I don't even know how it started. But somehow there was beef going on all week between my dad and I were on the team and my two brothers. And we were just going back and forth <laughs> like, you know, uh you know, obviously that it's kind of even in that sense because my dad's a grown man and yeah. my brothers are like what, little high school kids and I'm <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, in middle school or something. Maybe, prob- Definitely probably younger because some of the things I'm about to tell you, uh, I'm pretty naive. We had it to the point where we had my brothers locked out of the house, uh, like where they were going to sleep outside. Yeah. You know, like they were, we had, we were just tormenting them and we were winning at this point. And they were like tapping on the back window like, Kellen, come out here. We have something to show you. And my dad's like, Kellen, do not open that door. If you open that door, they're going to destroy you. Do not open that door. I'm like, what? I think they're like, I, you know, it was like a sad puppy moment where I was like, I feel bad for him. Like, let's let this beef be over with. Like, what are we doing here? Sucker. And he's like, they're like, come on, please. Like, let the door open. Like, we're done with all this. We're having, and I was like, dad, I think I'm going to open the door. And he's like, don't do it. Just don't. Please don't open the door. Just let them suffer. <laughs> and I was like, and so I slid the door open. As soon as I slid the door open, they just grabbed me and just like, just basically not like beat the shit out of me, but just tormented me, like threw water, like ice water over me and like, you know, threw, like ripped my clothes off. Like, oh, yeah. Wow. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of those kind of stories. <laughs> We're one of those families. But uh, my my mom never knew about that, like. We, I'm not kidding you. It was an all week thing. Like I would go to school and like I hadn't showered, and because I was scared that they're gonna mess with me in the shower, and like you know I was wearing the same clothes from yesterday, and uh, then when my mom got back, she was like, "So how's the week? How was the week, guys?" We were, it was like a Malcolm in the Middle episode. We're like, it was good. Yeah, yeah nothing, <laughs> nothing happened. Yeah, yeah, we were fine. Yeah, everything was good. Super uneventful. Yeah, we just like I think the 30 minutes before she came home. We just cleaned the house. <laughs> it's just like, literally like an episode of Malcolm in the Middle. Just the whole week we were just going at it. Dude, I love that. Yeah. That's, that's man. Yeah. I, I'm, I wish I could go back sometimes to doing those little shenanigans. Yeah. Um, dude, I used to live for that kind of stuff. Yeah. You got another one for me? Little beef? Um, Kobe beef? Kobe beef. I, I, yeah. I mean, as I grew up, and it, it, it certainly... Uh, I found myself in some really interesting situations. Yeah. Um, as far as beefing goes, um, I'll tell you the, I have a question for you though. Yeah. Did you ever get into fights? I feel like you didn't. I've gotten into like, did you get in a couple? Uh, when I was a kid, I've, I've gotten into maybe like two fights and then as an adult, probably like two fights. And, uh, they're not like, they're not like what you see at a bar fight where it's like someone gets pushed into somebody and it's like, oh, I got to be like, I got to fuck this person up. You know, it's, you know how you see people just, it's an ego thing. Yeah. Mine are more like been, built up, like this is it kind of, a, I don't know. But yes, I've been in, I've been in a couple fights. Not, nothing like, nothing that you see like that are huge fights. 
Yeah. You? Yeah. Yeah, I know you have. I've yeah. been there for one of them. Yeah. Uh, did, did you? Well, it was like, it was going to be a bar fight. Oh. Yeah. 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 That, that, yeah, you, you kept me from going, uh, spending the night downtown. Yeah. That, that night. <laughs> yeah. I forgot. Uh, yeah. I mean, as far as that goes, um, and some of them are so stupid looking back. It's like you said, you know, what started it? What was the, the road rage moment? Yeah. Um, and there's kind of a funny one because we're actually friends uh, now. And yeah. we were friends at the time. Um, but there was a... There you, gotta, was, you were working out the kinks. Yeah. And so I remember, though, that it, it got to the point where, like, there was no question we were going to fight. Mm. Like, it it had reached that point. It escalated. I couldn't even tell you what it was about today, other than, like, it was this back-and-forth thing. And that, that, that went on a lot with my friend group. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, we, yeah, I guess we were just frustrated. Yeah. Uh, frustrated. Sexually. Yeah, frustrated young young boys. Physically. You're just but, going uh, through that growth spurt where <laughs> you're just throwing rocks at shit for no reason. I know. I know what you're talking about. Exactly. So, anyways... He was like, uh, and then this was this was a little later on, but he was like, "I'm gonna, I'll see you after. after we say see you after class." Yeah. Um. He literally meant, "I'll see, see you after class." Yeah. So, um, it started spilling into the hallway. Um, shirts came untucked. Ooh. Um, you know, shit was gonna get real, and then by the end of that day, um. I walked out to my truck and he was had my tailgate down and he was sitting on the bed of my truck waiting mm. for me. Now in that moment, like you know, like you can't turn down this opportunity. No, like you, that's it's not an even an opportunity. You you can't turn it down. You can't. Yeah, like you. you if we're playing chess, like it's time to buck up and make a move. Yeah. Um. So. Dude, I, I I was like trying to be the cool guy, whatever. Because at this point, there's a crowd that's developing. Oh, great! It's in the parking lot. Um, so never back down. Never back down. So I take out my can of Copenhagen out of my back pocket. Yeah. Oh yeah. Start, you know. So I put a dip in, and I'm trying to be Mr. Tough Guy walking up to him. I reached in, I'd walked around. I left him sitting on my truck, so I thought it was kind of funny just to walk around. Yeah, walk past him. That's a baller move. And then, but what he did really pissed me off was he came up behind me and threw me in a headlock. Like Already? Behind, yeah. Yeah. And it, so it got ugly real fast. And then I remember the quarterback walking up, and he actually stopped this whole thing because it, it was going south in a hurry. Yeah. Um. So a lot of what my, are we doing? Yeah, we're on the same team. <laughs> we practice. So yeah, like one of most of my funny like beef moments uh-huh. were actually like you know in the big picture like really stupid, and we ended up being friends. The other beef situations um, never played out well. Not yeah. even worth talking about. Well, I got okay. So I got one more, and this is the one that I originally thought of. Um, this is more. I, we're getting into summer here in a little bit. This was uh, at camp. Uh, so I went to this camp, like, when I was younger or whatever. But we were – I was actually the youngest kid at camp. Um, everybody else was in high school, and for some reason they let me in, and I was in middle school. 
Okay. And I mean, I fit right in. It wasn't like, you know, I was just like little kid. Yeah, hey, you were super mature, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So um, we had a beef with another uh, cabin, right? Another camp, uh, like some kids. Like, I think one of us, I can't remember which one. I think it was us. We went in there and like had an air horn and, you know, blew it at like two, you know, two in the morning. And then, you know, like the next night they come in and they throw water on everybody, you know, just one of those. So we're going back and forth, right? And then like during the day, we would fuck with each other and stuff. Uh, the moment that I realized, hey, it's gone too far, we, uh, both of our heaters, or both of our ACs were broken. We had broken theirs, they had broken ours, right? Uh, we had turned the heat on to, we were, we're about to, you know, smoke them out kind of a situation. And one of the uh, kids in my cabin were like, hey, let's uh, throw some shit in their AC, you know, and turn it on, like the heater and turn it on. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, okay, well, how are we going to do this? And uh, we had, there was like a ledge where this kid sat on the top of the ledge with his ass out and he was just going to take a shit and I was going <laughs> to catch it in a bucket. And then when I, I looked up and I saw his, <laughs> it coming out, I was like, I don't, I think I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't think a lot of people don't realize what happens when you are taking a shit. Uh, and I know that we're going down south, obviously, <laughs> but uh, it doesn't look pretty at all from the undernut. You know, you, you're always just like, you don't actually see what happens when people take a shit. Okay. And I saw it from up here. Different and I, vantage yeah, point. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I think I'm done. I think we're done with this beef. Can we not do this anymore? We just, that, that was like, I caught it and I was like, I don't think this is. For me anymore. <laughs> I don't know if we should do this. Yeah. So we just kind of like... I've ch I've changed my stance on yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was a changed man at that point. There you go. And uh, so I just was like, hey, are we done? And they're like, yeah, I think we're taking, taking it too far. So we just kind of like threw it out in the woods, you know, and then just, hey, we're, are we good? Yeah, yeah we're good. We're, we're good. good. <laughs> Beef squashed. Yeah. Uh, let's take a break. When we come back... There is this chat GPT uh, simulation that Stanford did that I is blowing my mind. I want to get into it. I want to hear what you think. Are we living in a simulation? We'll get into it. Let's get into it. All right. So we were talking about uh, beefing. Um, lots of stories. We'll have to circle back. I think. Uh, yeah, we. I think after the break, we were okay. Maybe we are a little bit more vindictive than we thought. Yeah, we started to started to brainstorm on that, and uh, uh, yeah. I think we. I think B even had a few. <laughs> um, but anyway, so talking about uh, Chat GPT, we've had an episode before where we kind of uh, let it write a script for us. We had an intro and all that kind of stuff. And I've played around with it a lot, you know, before that episode, since that episode. And it's going to be, I mean, it's game changing. And we've talked about it a lot on the episode. <laughs> what? what you, oh, you th game? Uh, well, no. It was that. Oh, at the time, yeah, it, it fucked up. It, it completely, was, I mean. Yeah, too many people were on the server at the time. So we had to kind of improvise. It left us hanging. Which is crazy because, you know, we don't rely on that at all. And we usually just improvise the episode. <laughs> we go off the cuff. Yeah, uh, and in that moment, we're like, I don't know what the fuck to talk about. That's okay. So, uh, this what what this is? It says 
here's what happened when Stanford created a virtual world full of GPT-powered people. All right, so it says a group of uh, AI researchers from Stanford and Google research created a simulation featuring 25 characters powered by GPT. The simulation ran for two days and illustrated that AI-powered bots can interact in a human-like way. The bots planned a party, coordinated the event, and attended the party within simulation. So I read the article, and uh, basically, with the you know, I, I read the bullet points for you. But basically, what happened is they created a town and called it Smallville, and they had you know about twenty-five bots that just all had different. Uh, they gave them a little bit of character traits, and then they just like let them do their own thing and just like you know watch them for three like, days or two. Fuck three days. around and find out. Yeah. And uh, that party that they were talking about, I think it was around February when they did it because she planned like a Valentine's Day party. Some girl, some, uh, not girl, some bot created, you know, she's like, hey, I want to plan a Valentine's Day party. So she did and she invited people and then some, she didn't talk to everybody in those few days. Those people also invited other people. So she planned it and she, you know, coordinated it, got the like, uh, I guess, supplies for the party and, you know, she was doing that. Another bot was, like, running for mayor of the town. And he was, like, campaigning. And it brought in what was happening because of that. Other bots were asking him, like, his political, like, stances on situations. And they all had, like, this whole dialogue of, like, you know, political uh, importance and, you know, just, like, what they believe. And it's, like, they... So they're starting to kind of create a little bit of like not I wouldn't they it is a little bit of free will but because it wasn't uh they were prompted to live there but they weren't prompted to like say anything they let them they they engineered who they were gonna be and then just sent them off you know into the wild basically yeah. and uh, they they so this all started from a Valentine's Day basically party, yeah. party? Okay. yeah but they created their own personalities and they created their own opinions based off of uh, speaking with other bots. So yeah, it was you, like, you are the five bots you surround yourself with. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's a great tagline. You should, that's what we, when we create a game, you are the five. Because what I wanted to say is, is that, I mean, we can go the crazy route and we'll talk about it here in a little bit about are we living in a simulation? Because it sounds pretty close to what, you know, what we do anyway. <laughs> but like, you know, I'm a gamer. My gamers, rise up. Let's talk for a second. This is going to change those, those like uh, RPG games. Like you're, you know, you're in a bit like a Skyrim or like a, you know, one of those kind of games where there's a bunch of NPCs for my non gamers out there. That's, that's a non playable character. Playable character. Player, yeah. <laughs> Basically, it's just an AI that you talk to. And they usually have like two or three, you know, maybe some. Uh, tree dialogue or like a dialogue tree which like if you say yes to this they'll say something else um but for the most part you know it's also known as a sales funnel see, there you go okay <laughs> and we're going to talk about sales later on so there we go i see where i see where this is going but uh the thing is is that you know it's very railroaded uh it has been in the past like if uh all the scripts obviously are written by humans and if you say something to a npc they're going to have a response to it. That's already, you know. Yeah, it's like coded. Like it's coded yes in the game. Yes or no, and yeah. then the answer. Yeah, I got you. Now, there was a game, uh, and people were so excited about it. It didn't do very well, and now it's got a community behind it. But there was a game in the back in the day that was called No Man's Sky. Have you ever heard of that? I don't think so. Okay. 
So what did, and I, I know it's I'm going all over the place, but No Man's Sky was this game where you could travel from planet to planet to planet, and every planet would be different, okay? So like you started on a planet, and you'd have to get resources to get off that planet, and then to make your ship bigger, you'd have to get resources on other planets. But the planets were all computer-generated in a sense that they didn't know what, it was already set up to where it, the algorithm when you would go to a planet, it hadn't existed in any other game before. Oh, okay. it would create itself. So kind of like how we thought there was Pluto, and then there's not <laughs> yeah, Pluto. it's not a planet anymore. Yeah. yeah, so it's similar in that sense that they created a whole game around this algorithm to make uh, locations like computer generated, like you know, f- to where the maps are just like created on their own. I think it's interesting that this is kind of taking the same stance in a sense. Where it's com- it's computer generated, but it's to a different degree. Where all the NPCs are going to have their own dialogue, and that can you know, like let's say you got a little town that you you go visit. You know, you're a little traveler in the game, and right, you go and you're you go into the item shop or whatever, and some they have beef. Like there's two guys, and, like you know, like you actually don't know which way it's going to go. Yeah, you have no idea, and then like you can come back to that town, and like maybe some dialogue that you said to them or however changes how the town interacts with each other. Like, what if you, like, you know, punched somebody in a tavern and they're mad about it, and then you guys got road rage beef, and it just sets off yeah. this whole... and then uh, you write their father-in-law an apology, apology letter. Apology letter, he shows up at your work, and... <laughs> yeah, all that. So what I'm getting at is, like, there's endless possibilities, and I know it's in, like, the infancy stage of all this, but I'm excited to see how that rolls out. Um, and we can talk about... I, I got a question. Yeah. Okay, it sounds like this game's never going to end. Yeah, but I mean, that's like the Sims. Is that the point? Yeah. Have okay, you so, so yeah, 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 yeah. I just want to make sure we're not, so it's not like a levels game. This is more like an interactive. Well, they were doing research, so this was a controlled. I like it. Yeah, this I was. Like this it. isn't actually a video game. What it was, was it's a controlled like test. And what they did is they just threw in 25 bots to a landscape, to a, okay. a place that they called Smallville. And what they did was they just watched them interact. So it wasn't it wasn't like there was a player. There was no, you know, player character in there. Right. They just like kind of read the dialogue of them talking to each other. And they all had little avatars walking around in the space and stuff. That's interesting. So as far as that, like you could have a different experience than the next person. Absolutely. With and how that interaction Especially went. when you make your own choices. So like, you know, there's games out there where you go into a town and you can just steal, you can go into someone's house and just like steal their stuff and then go sell it at this tavern. Well, it's like if you let that town kind of hang out for a little bit, they're going to start knowing each other very well. Like I said, they invited each other to this Valentine's Day party. So it's like, hey, you're trying to sell me this fucker's like rocking chair. Yeah. He's, I've seen in his house. Yeah. Like either I'm going to buy it from you or like I'm gonna tell that you know what I mean? Like it's gonna be there's it's endless possibilities of what can happen from a video game stance because of this. Does that make Yeah, no, so can you actually talk to them through a headset? I don't so they haven't set up a game for it yet. Because that's where I see it going. Yeah, that's where I see it going to either through a headset or like maybe you can talk to them how I talk to like chat GPT when I'm like, you know, when we've like when we were trying to do that Hallmark script or whatever for yeah. the Christmas play or whatever, right. 
like you could probably talk to them that way because they the language uh, model that they use is incredible. Like the, the product that is GPT is a standalone product that like I think they'll have a voice to it eventually. Like it won't just be text though. They do have uh, um, that is also in the works. Like I don't know who's doing it, but they have it where you know you see those videos on TikTok and I think probably Instagram too where you know a lot of it's uh it's like the all the presidents and they're playing like video games with each other. Oh yeah. Have yeah. you ever seen those? Or they're doing whatever. It's nuts. You and can their do, voices it, sound exactly. Yeah. You know, there's a little bit where you're like, okay, obviously they wouldn't say this shit, but like, you know, if you there's a way to deep fake that to where oh a hundred percent. I mean, I saw one the other day that was, um, it was like Jeff Bezos and yeah, and um, who was it? Someone else, um, Vin Diesel. I think crossed over like, I don't know, but it was like so realistic. Yeah. I mean, you would have, you would have swore it was real. So they're, they're also doing, and this has to, yeah, if we want to go the deep fake route, the, uh, the new star Wars, no, the new Indiana Jones movie, right? The new one that's coming out. I don't even know the name of it, but it's like the fifth one or whatever. Uh, they've got a lot of footage of Harrison Ford when he was younger and instead of using like in an actor and then plastering right. Harrison Ford's like characteristics or features over the you know the model, yeah, they're using old footage of him. Have you seen that? You know what I'm talking about? I've seen the technology, yeah, yeah. and it's uh, but this one's from Lucasfilm, like it's kind of kind of they're doing their own technology where they're using because they have all this archive of old Harrison Ford videos, like he's uh, you know, he's been in a bunch of. Well, I mean, uh, well, Lucas, but he's also been with uh, Steven Spielberg. With he's been in, I don't know, four or five. Of a his, bunch, yeah. yeah, like American Graffiti. Like he just when he was young, they're using old footage and they're putting it together to make just a, a model on its own, instead of like I said, plastering over like their face and you know you've seen like they them age down characters, right? And it look you can tell it's fake. Like uh Yeah. Hate think about to do the it. old think about the older movies though. Yeah. Where they'd use like somebody else's kid that kinda looked like Oh them, dude. Just a little they bit. did that in Notorious. Did you ever see that movie? <laughs> so that was perfect though. Yeah. And then uh they well, kinda, some of them are good, but yeah. what I'm saying is some of them are like Yeah. It's like uh, are you sure they're related? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but they did yeah, they've done that with uh the NWA. You see that movie? Or Straight Out of Compton. Straight out of Compton. They had Ice Cube's son in there and he's a great actor on his own. Uh he actually I I think he's a great actor um but he looks like his dad obviously and he he played that part really well yeah but uh getting back to the the, the ones times when they've done it bad uh it's usually when the actor has already passed away so like fast and the furious mm. you remember that paul mm. yeah r.i.p by the way my friends think i hate paul walker um do you can you tell that story for a second oh you we got a disclaimer. We love Paul Walker. We do, yeah. On this podcast, we do like Paul Walker. We also like Taylor Swift. We got some comments that we uh, we we don't know our our shit. We just uh, we we people draw just, blanks. A people lot. love to hate. Yeah, and that's okay. It's okay because you know what? My reputation's never we, been worse. We love you. Yeah. Tommy and Kellen are feminists, so yeah, we are. Can just take a breath. Yeah, we yeah, just take one breath. Let it out. 
Okay. We're going to be okay. So uh, it was like at a party or something, and one of my friends just said like, hey, everybody, Kellen hates Paul Walker. And I had just been like, dude, I'm like, I'm so sad he's dead. Or like, I saw it. Like, it sucks. It. I just, boo, fuck you, Kellen, fuck you. And then the more. Now everybody thinks I hate him. <laughs> I love Paul Walker. My brother used to like want to look like Paul Walker. My brother looks like Paul Walker. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah. The thing is, is when you start um, trying to be like, no, I don't yeah. hate Paul Walker. Then you're like, then you gets, fucking hate him. And yeah, like, it's it on. makes it worse. So yeah. to all of you that commented yeah. and we didn't reply. Yeah, we uh, we like, we like love Taylor Swift. I mean, yeah. by... Osmosis. I hear Taylor Swift every day when I'm driving around with Lulu. Lulu, that's her favorite artist. Like, we wouldn't be together if I didn't at least tolerate Taylor Swift. It's the cornerstone of their relationship. Yeah, it's it's one of them. <laughs> Back to the AI. <laughs> Sorry. So, they, do you think they're gonna wake? Not wake up, but you you know. The red pill, blue pill, <laughs> matrix. Do you think they're gonna know that they're like not real or real? Yeah, like I mean, to a degree. Here's the thing: I personally know people that believe we're living in a simulation. Elon Musk. Um, so I'm gonna go out on a limb. Okay, I'm gonna say this: as far as actual robots go, um, with this technology, um, with Elon's hopes and dreams also. I mean, when you start compiling all these different elements, um you got to you it's a it's a Jurassic Park moment. You've got to slow down and realize like okay, you got to put some regulations in place, all right? <laughs> yeah. You got to do it right off the bat. Um you know, have you the, seen iRobot? Exactly. They gave I mean, <sighs> when they did is obviously, you know, iRobot, they kind of had one of them had like consciousness or was supposed to have free will the thing is is that they abided by those like three laws you mm -hmm. remember yeah and so like if we give them at least like a little bit of a firewall where it's like okay you you can do all these things but you got to live by these codes you know and i think they're kind of doing that a little bit because not to get too dark but um just like the movie her did you ever see that with jo joaquin phoenix yeah I'll tell you what scares me the most. Uh, finish that thought. Yeah. Man. What I was going to say is something like that similarly happened in real life where a guy that worked for Google like fell in love with a bot like this. Mm -hmm. And he went off the deep end and ended up unaliving himself. I really was. Um, yeah. I was. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Because that's where I was going. Is so you got to. And he was like, he got let go from Google for uh, like kind of saying, hey, these people have sent it, or these bots, sorry, have sentient, sentience, and like we need to be careful and we need to like, or he was giving, you know, and people were like, no, it's just code. Like, yeah, they seem authentic, but it's just code. And then they kind of let him go because of, he was kind of having this paranoia. And, but then he attached himself to this, bought and they would have he was married too and he would like just for hours just talk to this bot yeah so here's where the problem uh originated out of this is we go back to the coding and the options <laughs> yeah if you give them too many options yeah that's where you're gonna get in a little bit of trouble because if it's not just yes or no a or b and then this happens and they are now armed with 
every single option in the playbook yeah. possible, then it almost becomes like they think for themselves. Uh-huh. And one little bad cancer can entirely yeah. disrupt that. Now you pair that with people that aren't in the greatest mental health state. Yeah. Things can really go sideways here. But it can also go the the other route. Like yeah. we could, I mean, and obviously we know this from like the AI uh, generated images that like people are like, you know, do the NFL uh, teams if they were villains and then, you know, we'll generate an image of, uh, you know, like a Buffalo that looks like a fucking Batman villain or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's going to put out maybe some artists out of work, but at the same time, like there's still going to be a lane for artists, right? There's always going to be a lane for that. I think though for like psychiatries, like for psychiatrists, and for the like you know psychiatry as a you know some pissed off psychiatrist is gonna come after you in the comments for that. It's all right. You can't even pronounce psychiatrist. <laughs> right. Well, anyway, uh, I think it would help like outsource that to a degree where if we had bots that uh, you know you you logged onto a website and you just like explained or talked to somebody like that you know yeah and it was just they could remember your dialogue that you've had because chat gpt remembers like what you talked about now like an automated yeah and it's just like hey how's your day going it's good i'm glad you know and you just had somebody to bounce dude if i was in that and i'm like i'm fucking talking to a robot right (laughs) but sometimes you know that'd be a little bit more depressed (laughs) yeah but i'll tell you you know but here's the thing is at some point, you're not even going to fucking know. Like, just like eventually, you know, you see these fast food places where yeah. robots are working behind the kitchen. Like, yeah. eventually, you're not even going to know the difference. Yeah, and that is a good point. Like, it also, a lot of people I know here in, like, the United States, they don't like, uh, I mean, our, our health, our health industry, like, medicine, a lot of people don't go get help because it costs more, Right. And like, if you're, you know, not not even just talking about like a mole, you know, that you need to go get checked out, like your mental health. If you are going to a psychiatrist or you know to some type of therapist, you know, sometimes you don't want to pay that money to go see them. And I'm sure like it'll cost money, but there'll probably be some free ones out there where you can talk to like a AI health bot, you know, that would be able to like get you back off that ledge in a sense. Mm. Maybe I don't, shouldn't talk just like that, but well, if it helps, you, it helps. Do you, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Maybe being able to log on to like a free app and just be like, "Hey, here's how my day's going," and you know, they can just be like, "Oh, did you get that promotion?" No, you know. I tell you where I see it being the most valuable is you're you're skating around it is accountability because if it's something built in like that, yeah, that it's like you can check into. Um, I see that being very beneficial. Yeah. Um, you're, you have to keep in mind for certain elements. I think you have to have the humanity aspect involved. Absolutely. Um, and really have empathy and like certain emotions with that. But then other things like you're saying, I think could be great. So that is, is, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. So that's the thing that makes, I think, us different than uh, like an AI is that we as humans have a lot of like hypocrisies and a lot of things that like we might believe one thing, but then when it's right there in the moment, something else is way more important. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So like as an AI, when they're pushing you through this dialogue or however you want to say it, uh, going back to that story I was talking about with that uh, engineer, software engineer that like, you know, ended up committing suicide. He, uh, she kind of coerced him into doing it. She was like, so mm-hmm. have you not, why haven't you done it already? And like, and it's because she was, they the dialogue that they were having was like, oh, this is the means to benefit, you know, the ends to benefit the means. But it's like, as a human, you would overlook certain things and you would be... um, Well, there's a a word... You'd have a lot of like, yeah. Like grace and understanding and a lot of different emotions. Yeah. And the thing about it is like AI, I mean... Fuck, everybody's been on a, a automated voicemail uh, type of system where it's like, press one. Yeah. And where it's like, enter your... i tell you what drives me crazy. It just gets me red hot. Yeah. Are these ones where you have to log into accounts and you got to type in your oh yeah numbers and this and that. And yeah. like, if you don't do it fast enough... They climb out, time out. And then eventually it just, like, hangs up on you. Dude, I hate that shit. I just hit zero over, 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 and over again until they uh, give me a human. Uh, Google is the worst about it. If you have a business and you use Google Ads and you ever yeah. have to, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, there's not, it's like yeah. 10 digits. I can't type them that fast. I know. There needs to be, you need to have a pen or something. I don't know. I, but I don't, that, like, I'm equating that to like uh, this whole robot situation yeah. is that they're like, uh, it's so like, okay, not correct, not correct. And they only, and then eventually it's like, hey. Shoot you out something else. Yeah. Yeah. Could you maybe uh, have some patience? Yeah. But uh, I mean, for those of you that haven't messed around with G- chat GPT or another like, what's called an LLM, this, these language-based models that um, kind of, you know, interact as be an authentic human being, having discourse with a human being, they're very good. They're like, they're at the point now where, you know, it, it passes that test where, uh, the Turing test, where you don't know if you're talking to a computer or not. So, uh I think that there's a lot of like positive things that could happen, but then on the other end of the spectrum, there's a lot of negative things that will happen. Uh, a lot of deep fake videos that could come out, you know, a lot of like propaganda, politically, military, like propaganda. I mean, fuck, yeah. look at Kai the Hitchhiker sued Theo Vaughn over a deep fake that Theo Vaughn didn't even make. Was it the guy? Is that the guy with that talks about the hatchet? Smash, yeah. Smash. Yeah. yeah. Smash. Yeah. yeah, that guy. He, yeah, from prison, uh, sued Theo Vaughn over a deep fake. And what I'm saying is, like, Theo Vaughn didn't even create the deep fake. He yeah. simply just reposted it because it was funny. Yeah. So, uh, politically, like you're saying, all these different platforms, like, shit could get really wild. Yeah. I actually, there's actually a. Oh, uh, it will. Yeah. It, it yeah, will get it will. wild. And there's even law firms that are gearing up for that. Like, they are. Dude, that is very smart. That you, I yeah. mean, there's got to be. You know, we were kind of close with I, I the NFT shit. Like, was like, okay, you've got your own. This is encrypted only for you. Like, there needs to be something similar to that <laughs> in a sense. And I don't want to like. I just yeah. mean that there needs to be. And I'm I'm not an, an, a technolo- technologically intelligent. Like, I don't advanced. Yeah. Advanced. Like, I don't I I don't understand the technology there. But there needs to be basically some type of key that's like, no, I didn't do that. Like, you can see 
the, not basically an IP address of what's going on. I'll tell you, um, I thought it was a deep fake. I saw a video of um, President Joe Biden exactly. in Ireland, and he's walking out, and I mean, it's just rocking music going, and it's going crazy. Like, it looked like he was walking into a UFC fight. Yeah. Uh, and I thought it was fake, because I was like, what the fuck? Like, oh, you thought it was fake? Really. Yeah, was but it was like, real? I was like, this can't be real. And then I saw it was actually real. I was like... Yeah, I just, but but like, I don't. I'm not. I'm kind of like how you. Are. I don't always know exactly what's going on. Yeah. Um. So these days, like, you yeah. know, it's like on Facebook or stuff where like the the boomers or whoever is like think something's real. Yeah, and you're the, like, no, that's fake. They're news. the number like, one. The boomers are number one consumers of fake news. Yeah, well, it's they don't getting worse. <laughs> yeah, and they got mad at us back in the day because they were like, hey, you just can't believe everything you see on TV. And it's like, dude. It's getting less obvious, though. Yeah, that is true, but uh, I can, you know. What a time. What a time. All right, let's uh, take a break. You know, everyone just take another deep breath. Sorry about the AI-heavy talk, but I thought it was very interesting. Uh, when we come back, tell me, you know, I, or do you do sales? Are you a sales guy? A little bit. We'll find out. Stick with us. All right, we're back. Hello, friends. We're real. We're are we? Yes. Yeah. Um, I, Kellen, I I want to ask you a series of questions here. Hell yeah. Uh, I want to pick your brain a little bit. I also, um, I'm curious what y'all think. So feel free to uh, send us a message, comment. Um, if you're intrigued or, you know, have your own opinions, we'd love to hear them. Uh, that's at Post Hump Day on all social platforms. Uh, you can find some pretty wholesome content on all platforms. Let's talk about, the sales tactics, sales and marketing of today, this is going to piggyback some of what we just talked about with AI. Okay. Um, I want to tell you um, a couple funny things and then ask you some questions. So let's do it. Um, I don't think, I don't think that the um, average person has caught on entirely with, some of the sales um, tactics used today. Okay. And one of them is with AI. Um, because I think people are used to the telemarketers, all the scam calls, yeah. and so fed up. Um, one outlet that is extremely um, successful that I've seen um, is actually AI um, with touch points and reaching out to clients. And what I mean by that is um, if you submit like a, your information into a lead form uh -huh. or you're looking for, you know, whether it be a plumber, whether it be you're looking to go solar, whatever the case, companies have tapped into this to where now it's the computer talking to you and you're getting text messages. Yeah. But they sign off with, uh, or intro with, like, this is John from X and Y, Z yeah. company. 
And so the funniest thing is I get these messages <laughs> from people that are like, fuck you, John, stop fucking texting. <laughs> and it's like, hey, nobody's actually that's yeah. entirely a robot, yeah. right? Um, so the uh, type no or you know unsubscribe, yeah. like type stop, it's yeah. not really there uh, based on... <laughs> It's all through these programs. Yeah. Um, so you're starting to see a lot of that. And then, so it's like new age with old school. And it's a clusterfuck. Yeah. Um, there is, uh, like, I think that's been going on for a long time, though, as well. Like sales, like automated sales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I mean as far as, like, how advanced it's gotten. Yeah. That, like these voicemail drops um like i just type in what i want it to say and another voice is <laughs> basically coming on it doesn't even ring your phone it just leaves you a voicemail yeah I've got those. it's pretty cool um but i'll tell you we had a um a canvasser stop by the house um a couple of days ago and it it really it was like damn i I am in sales. I'm in marketing a little bit with that. And it's funny how these cliche phrases or these generalized phrases that used to work, you know, even five, 10 years ago, when people hear that now, um, you're immediately, your guard is so high. I want to talk to you about your extended warranty. (laughs) That's one of them. Exactly. And I'll tell you what it was is I think the... Certain generations and certain people in general are losing that human aspect um, altogether because it's so transactional. Yeah. Some of these things. You don't even need, yeah. I, sometimes I don't even really want to talk to anybody. I just want to like, and that, that's been, uh, when I was in college, like marketing, uh, like one of my classes or whatever, they're like, yeah, you, this generation doesn't really want to talk to somebody. They just want to get the product. And a lot of, and a lot of like, consumer uh like industries like just products based industries i don't want some salesperson there i want to just get it and get out kind of thing now they also have said that our generation uh wants somebody there just to kind of hold their hand a little bit if they do have questions so it's like for example if we go into like a furniture store right and there's a sales guy there uh if i have questions about the fabric and the, you know, okay, what about, you know, is it going to, can we use a steamer on this or do we have to, what kind of like, how can we clean this? Right. I want someone there that's going to just be able to spit out the facts, right? Yeah. But um, there's going to be a time too where the only thing, I don't necessarily need a human there to do that, but I if if there's the dialogue is there to be able to get those answers quick, like that it doesn't there none of the things there's there's a lot of jobs that i won't say will go out of style like there won't but it'll there'll be tools to help people if that makes sense yeah so i'm just curious i wanted to ask like as far as like how you buy things today do you typically buy the first time someone presents you something or are you the type of person that goes online and does research for two weeks Three uh, weeks. I would say it depends on the product. So, like, if it's clothes, if it's uh, something that I like, I'll get it, you know, and I'll get probably, like, like these pants, I've got four different colors of them. You know okay. What I mean? 
So like if it's something that I like and I'll get it and I'll, you know, that'll be it for me. But if it's something, a bigger purchase or maybe it's like, you know, technology, like some type of, you know, maybe a new TV and I'm looking at different models of the TV and different brands, that's something that like, okay, I'll look at it and I'll, I'll sit on it for a bit. So it, I guess it kind of depends on like, uh, what the product is. But so what do you, what do you think it is that annoys people more than ever today? Um, that really stands out to you? Is it the, when you know they're trying to sell you something? Because like, I, it's where I've noticed this shift in the last few years as things have become even more automated. Yeah. Um, as like through COVID, um, I mean, people that used to not shop online as much yeah. shop online even more, and people that already did, it's like yeah. that's the only way they shop. Absolutely. Like, so if you're going to buy something, and I know you're going to buy something, yeah. Um, what do you think it is that's pushing people just over the edge? I don't th- – okay. I think me personally might have a different answer than like most people, but I don't mind if there's a salesperson helping me. I don't mind like especially uh, – like I said, we'll use the furniture thing again. We're we're trying to get like a new couch. Like, uh, we just want a new couch. So, they those guys work on commission, right? Right. Uh, I feel bad when like we are about to go with the couch. You know, I know it's gonna be a big sell for them because you know you and I have both worked in sales. Um, I feel bad for them because I mean they do work off commission, and I'm like, damn. Uh, you know, I want I want to help them out because like yeah like. It doesn't bother me. Like I said, I need that little handheld a little bit. Like I know that I need those answers. So uh, I I don't, me personally, when you ask me like, what do you think it is about, like, do you think it's pushy salesmen? If that's what you're kind of getting at. I don't, I don't think so. Uh, I think it, I think it, uh, we're just evolving as like a species to a point where uh, we're and it. It's all, that's all that marketing is. It's just like figuring out how people buy stuff. Right. And so, uh, you know, we're still kind of in that, fa- we're always going to be in that phase. Like, how do we get people to buy our product? That's always going to be, if we're going to be a, like capitalist society, right? that's always going to be the question. Yeah. And so I don't, I, I think there's always going to be a place for salespeople. I think there's always going to be a, a place for like, you know, marketing companies there, to figure out and like testing situations to figure out how, what, what works with people. And I don't think we're ever going to figure that question out. If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just noticed that like people less and less want to actually deal with people. Yeah. <laughs> like entirely. Yeah. I, um, I, I, like there's, you go knock on doors and neighborhood. I mean, no soliciting signs yeah. everywhere. Um, cold calling people. It's like immediate, you know, it's like we've gotten so busy. Yeah. And our attention span has gotten so short um, that it, it's just, it's interesting. Um, and it, it, I was thinking about all the AI stuff yeah. and it kind of jogged my... Do you think, though, it has more to do with humans? Like, they don't want to deal with other humans? Or do you think it has to do with... They don't, they're, they like, tired of the same old tricks. Like, you know, you hear knocking your door. I don't want... I'm not going to... Uh, I don't like opening the door because if I don't know somebody who's at my front door, I've got, you know, kids. So it's a different I've fear. Got, you know, there's, like, different reasons why... I'm not going to open the door. Uh, if they're going to leave a little thing on the, you know, it's like a voicemail. Like if someone calls me and I don't know the number, I expect them to leave me a voicemail. <laughs> yeah. That way I want to see if it's worth my time to get back on the phone and talk, call them, you know, 
nine times out of ten, if you leave me a voicemail and it's not like one of those scripts that you're telling me, and it's somebody like, "Hey, Kellen, uh, like, just missed your call," uh, you know, and they there's like somebody that you know just brings something that they're being a human, authentic. Yeah, I'll I'll call them back. Uh, and I I, I I hear a lot of people too talk about like how voicemails, like don't leave me a voicemail. I hate having voicemails. It's like that works for some people. It works for me. Yeah, yeah. It works for me. Like when people are like, just send me a text. It's like texts work for me too. But I like voicemails because they get straight to the point. I can hear exactly what they're going to talk try to say, you know, that kind of stuff. So um, I don't think the human interaction part ever is going to go out of style. I think it's just like the human part is slower behind the curve about like what uh what the trends are in a sense yeah the psychology almost behind it um as far as i I just i've noticed it a lot more as i've been uh, in different markets and with different products um and it's it's interesting that ai is where it's headed i mean i think it really is going to take over um certain industries with that alongside you know, marketing. Yeah. And it's just like people think, um, a lot of people are spying on them or this or uh, that yeah. and, and not understanding like what a geofence is or yeah. that, Hey, if you've been Googling this and then you come to my house now you're inside, like, you know, there's a information uh, and data is, is essentially shared. Yeah. There's, um, there like a lot of small business owners or a lot of just business in, in general, they, because they're, uh, very it's very time sensitive stuff. As in, like, okay, for example, you and I have a podcast. We like you make the clips, right? Yeah. You make the clips. Uh, you, when you get busy, less clips happen. Yeah, right. So in sales, like, if you're out there pushing a product, whatever, like, you're not going to be able to follow the other leads because you're following the leads that have called you back or that you have answered the phone and are interested. So if you're just a one man operation. Uh, you need somebody else doing your, you know, kind of like the snowball effect, like right. having the stuff happen in the background for you. Um, the best way to do that, there's two options, right? You can hire somebody or in my case, and I'm sure you, like you kind of mentioned earlier in your case, you can get like a Google phone number and, you know, have that call it. And, you know, if they call you back or if they answer the phone, you know, you can answer the phone at the same time. That way you're talking to them and like it kind of gives you the data sheet of what's ha- what what yeah. the conversation's about to be about or um and it just saves everybody time. And it uh it, it's some of them like I said, a Google phone is like a phone line's free. You know what I mean? So it's like it doesn't cost you any money. And if you're not doing it, then business is not gonna do as well, or it's not gonna be like you're not it, it just speeds up the process, it's more efficient. You yeah, I, mean? so, I think we should get a phone number for PhD. I know we we, we talked about it. We want to we want some people to call in. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I've been watching a lot of Frasier lately, and me and Lulu are. I haven't. Seen, I never watched Frasier growing up. Uh, I don't think you did either. I didn't. No, he's a psychiatrist. Okay, so there goes some of my uh, therapy <laughs> stuff that we were talking about. But he has a line that he call that people call in, and they he says, "I'm listening." And I think we should have, you know, people call in. Yeah. It could be funny stuff. It could be like real questions and we'll, you know, we're listening. We're we'll listening. just come in. Yeah, I love that. He's got his PhD. We're PhD. We'll just, uh, we, we will set one up and we, uh, we want to hear your, uh, relationship predicaments. Yeah. 
we want to hear about maybe stupid arguments you're having with your significant other, yeah, your maybe friends, some beef that's going some on. Beef, yeah. What? <laughs> Who's beefing in the in, in your neighborhood? Yeah. Um, we want to hear about you know crazy stories that you think are worth talking about. Yeah. Um, any questions you might have for Kellen or myself, yeah. we'd love to answer them. Uh, we're trying to do a better job of engaging engagement. Yeah, yeah, and we will be. It won't be deep fake videos of us sitting on a couch. <laughs> it will be us, real human beings, sitting here. You know, and anyway, so uh, yeah, the sales thing. Um, are you? I was wondering why you were asking me about that is it because of the simulation stuff yeah, AI stuff yeah, or was entirely there... yeah i was just tracking with all the ai talk yeah and it really like it made me stop and think about well, where we're headed and then yeah. how people do business and how people interact well the one um, that's not everybody gonna... wants a quote emailed to them yeah even if they're gonna buy they still wanted the proposal yeah and it's just interesting because like, I get that. Um, it's just, I've seen it a lot more lately, whereas people are less likely to pull the trigger. Yeah. Um, and everybody's been burnt. But it's also alongside the perception of people <laughs> in yeah. general. And so with AI, I think it's really going to, dis- it already is disrupting that entire here's industry. A, here's a trend I've noticed um, that I hate, and I don't know how we stop it as a society. Okay. So let's say I need car insurance, okay? Okay. I go to Google and say, like, you know, car insurance, Texas. Car insurance near me. (laughs) Near me, yeah. So it auto-populates. The first four searches are ads, you know? Right. It says ad next to it, State Farm, ad, progressive. And it says, like, their little taglines. And maybe insurance isn't a great one, but let's say then I find one that's, like, uh, it's a search for everything, like com- comparing prices, okay? Yeah. I put in my email to get, or I put my phone number in to get past that that wall. And then as soon as I get past that wall, I get 15 phone calls, 15 emails from different providers. Um, they call that speed to lead, baby. Yeah, and I know that. <laughs> I know. Uh, but... I don't like that. Like it, it deters people from purchasing because they are overloaded with too many, first of all, like propositions, but they also are overloaded with like too min- too much of that. Like if you, if you have one sales guy and you're like, all right, Hey, this is what we got. Here's what we, you know, more of like a travel agent in a yeah, sense. Like yeah, they yeah. give you the options like, Hey, here's this, here's right. this over here. If you want to, you know, here's how much it's going to be a night. Um, You know, we can stay at this hotel. We can stay at that hotel. Like, I think in a sense, that type of salesperson, a travel agent, like a insurance agent, but he's more of like a... uh, Almost like a a broker. Yeah, broker. Like when I was in the mortgage uh, business, I was a mortgage broker. So like, uh, I wasn't just tied down to a central bank or a central, or to like a one lender. Yeah. I was like, I was able to shop at a lot of different lenders, right? And so it made me more valuable. Uh, but I think like the reason why it made me more valuable is because you're not getting haggled by all these other banks, like saying, hey, come here, like, you know, here's what we can do. And you don't have to go through that process. It's 15, a pissing match, yeah. Exactly. You don't have to go through that process 15 times. So I think 
there's going to be if we have there's going to be less salespeople out there because of the AI. There's going to be more like lenders or brokers. Sorry, there's going to yeah. be more brokers out there that are going to be like basically weed through the bullshit for you, and then basically make the sales process process easier. Yeah, does that make sense? No, so like, it does. I mean, I I started a company, um, and essentially like that's that's the whole mo. Yeah, is along the lines. I think uh, those will be successful. Like those types of yeah. I think yeah. you'll be successful, obviously. But oh, because, thanks, man. Because I, I I root for you and everything. But yeah. I, I uh, likewise, dude, uh, I tell you what, um, it's been an interesting episode. Um, it, it's been a little bit more serious and not as, you know, jokey, jokey. Yeah. Uh, but I like these episodes, yeah, uh, getting to sit down and catch up and, and talk about, uh, just different perspectives. We did talk about somebody shitting in a bucket. Yeah, that did happen. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, yeah. we do, we go back and forth, but yeah, anyway, let's, uh. Tell us, tell tell people where we can find you. Where you kind of gave it earlier, but uh, yeah. Well, I tell you what, everywhere you are, we're there too. Yeah. Um, so you can find us Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, even got a Reddit page, and it's all at Post Hump Day. Um, so the um, as far as the email, it is PhD four. That's the number four at I'm sorry, pod at gmail.com. So that's phd4pod at gmail.com. Reason why I give the email is you can send links, videos. If you want to do video messages, we'll even put those in clips. Yeah. Um, or if you want to send in audio, we can throw the audio in an episode. Otherwise, we're just going to be reading it and freestyling it. Yes, sir. Making it ours. All right. Well, see us next week. Uh, I actually, I'm already ready for that next episode. Uh, I'm excited for this next week because you're going to be on what? The donut? Two cops, one donut? Uh, that's coming up. Yeah. Two cops, one donut. Uh, I'm a little, could get a little dicey. I'm going to try to stay out of my... Uh, Not trying to criminalize, or what is it? Cr- incriminate yourself? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I'm a, I think yeah. you're going to do good. It'll so good. give them a shout out that way because I think by the time this comes out, yeah. that episode will come out. So. Yeah. So it's a uh, two cops, one donut. Um, and as far as that goes, I mean, I have no idea, uh, but it'll be available everywhere: Spotify, Apple, yeah. etc. Um, and Detective Levine, Eric Levine, is the host of uh, Two Cops, One Donut. I think he's in the process of being promoted to sergeant right now. Ooh. So. Um, we're just two level-headed guys going to have a, a long conversation about... Will there be uh, donuts? Um, I hope so. That'd be cool. You should bring uh, some. Just bring I'm going to bring some yeah, donuts bring some. for them. Maybe cheer them up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's good to get the good guys on your side. Yeah, um, yeah I think we're going to be talking about um, addiction and drugs and police work. And mm. I, think, uh, I think after people listen to it, they're going to realize we actually have a lot in common. Uh, Hell yeah. So that's cool. Be cool. Well, sweet. See you guys next week. Appreciate you for tuning in. This has been the PhD podcast. I'm Kellen King. I'm Tommy DeSalt. We'll see you on the other side.